Welcome aboard. I'm Brad. I'm Eric. And I'm Scott. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. This is a podcast where we invite crew members, both past and present, to tell their stories about life at sea. So come up to the pool bar and grab a drink. Sit back, relax, because it's time for My, My Ship, Ship Story. story. <laughs> God, that was terrible. Hey, Amy. Oh my God. Hi. Lost from the past. What's up? Yes. <laughs> You look the same. You haven't changed much. That's not even fair. Like, I swear (laughs) to God, you, you, like you haven't aged a year. Oh, well, thanks. Cause I'm about to hit a big milestone. So that makes me feel good. Yeah. We already all hit the, the, the big five Oh, so just don't do it. Yep. It's my second time at 25. That's why I tell everybody. I'm good with that. Until I try to bend over and you know, my knees come into play and (laughs) I'm going to try and own it. Yeah. Well, get hurt. Right. Oh, cool. What, so what do you do? Are you, is it, are you still doing like shark stuff? Wait, or? wait, wait, guys. Wait. We'll just cut and You're paste getting, it in and we're put it getting somewhere. Into, hang on. Hang on a second. <laughs> we'll go right okay. in. Today's guest we're uh, excited about. Uh, welcome aboard. Um, I know her as Amy Price. I think you have another name now. Well, it was Amy Haig. Hey. And I hey. gladly took on the price because Haig yes. got pronounced wrong. So many ways upside down. So. That's yes. right. I remember yes. that now. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I had forgotten. I had forgotten. We all worked together, but we didn't know each other very well. Is that right? Is that what you remember? Yeah, I was trying to, because I think, Brad, I think I was on Song in Norway with you. Yeah. Probably. And yeah. Eric. On Majesty. I wasn't on the Empress, but Majesty. Yeah. Majesty. And, and then we, Scott and we were on the Majesty, Majesty together. Too. Yeah. And Majesty. And yeah. then Scott was Majesty too. Yeah. 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 There was a good chance that all four of us were on the Majesty together. It's just that we didn't hang out. Also, all different circles. We saw each other in passing. I mean, it's a very small community. So come on. So, wait a second. Wait a second. So I think we're skipping part of the, uh, the, um, the deal here. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, yeah. Have you Brad, guys done this it's before? It's because you guys. It's no, because like, you guys threw me off. Because you guys. We just kept yeah. chatting. Yeah, you kept chatting. <laughs> You're the moderator, Brad, for this episode. So, Dang, hang no, on. no more drinking. Hang on a second. Hang Maybe on. you're there. You're a glass Uh-oh. short. That's what's going on. Did you start um, early? Uh, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, uh, all right. So, uh, let's check in with the guys. Um, did you guys get anything in the mail recently for me? Actually, yeah, no? I, I brought my show and tell, uh, everybody. So you're not going to be able to see this until it hits the YouTube channel, but let me pull out my present from Brad and oh, wait, wait, wait. Eric's has, hasn't got his yet. Don't oh. run. No, I've got another thing. I've got another <laughs> thing. Um, so I've been, I checked the stats. Do you guys ever Look at the stats on our Podbean yeah. Yeah. thing. I did. And, it, I um, usually. <laughs> so usually, like countries were like USA, Canada, UK, Britain, or UK, yeah. or whatever it is. The last thirty days, it's the United States and Finland. Yeah. Really, Finland is beating out Canada, and it's crazy. I don't know what's going on in Finland. It's blowing <laughs> up, and we're huge in Finland now. <laughs> That's awesome. I like to read the the ones where we're like we're literally like around the world. We're in Croatia. There's one in Russia, then Finland. In Finland, it can't be that because we've only done 60 and we're up like 80 downloads. 
So there's two people in Finland. That <laughs> shout out to Finland. What's up? Finnish. Yeah. Shout out. Finland. It's all because of the Finnish story that we posted yesterday. Yeah, it's the, our yeah. Finnish driving test story <laughs> yeah. that's doing all this. But um, anyway, do you guys have anything that's going on, Scott? Do you have anything going on? No, that was it. I can't do my show until Eric, you're going to love this. This is funny. So I'll have to put it yeah. on. The, I'll have to put it on the side and do it later. Earlier, I got this is the first time I was asked to model and I got to go model today for a hamburger joint. So uh, made a little money, got a free hamburger and got my picture taken eating hamburger. Were you the hamburger or you were the guy? <laughs> I have a wolf costume, a, a a a school mascot wolf costume, and a floppy dog with long ear costume. I'll tell you this really quick. Uh, you know, I spray yard to do uh, landscaping, right? So I had this uh, costume in the back of my car, and this customer was com- uh, comes out, and he's like, "Hey, what is that?" And I go, "It's a big." costume it's a big floppy ear you know dog costume and he was like man that would be funny what do you charge extra to spray my yard in that and i'm like <laughs> yeah yeah it's 25 dollars extra to uh, spray in the in the costume and he's like okay i got 25 extra and i'm like okay oh my god so oh i'll have my to god. i'll have to post a picture of spraying this guy's yard and oh, yeah dog we have costume. to see that picture oh my god you spraying a yard dressed as a dog <laughs> with with a chemical hose around me like and eric you just got back from new york right yeah i just got back from a fabulous wedding in new york i mean how was the reception it? oh i mean it was fantastic are they still yeah. married uh, they're in Hawaii right now uh, and then eventually going to Tahiti. Uh, but, you know, the reception was at the New York Athletic Club, which overlooks on the ninth floor, overlooking Central Park. Uh, oh, it wow. was just, yeah, it was just great. We had the wedding at this beautiful church, beautiful Catholic church. The wedding started at two. Reception went on till 10. Then she had booked an after party till midnight because they closed at midnight. Right now, New York isn't open uh, that late. But so we went to an after party till uh, midnight and then she organized a brunch the next day. You know, again, everything covered. I mean, it was just amazing. It was fantastic. I had a great time. Let's get back to our guests that we we started on already. <laughs> <laughs> we started on the guests and we just mowed right over everything. Yeah, we, we mowed right over it. And now I've forgotten where we're at. How does a young woman from Iowa get onto cruise ships? Well, it came out of boredom from living in Iowa. I mean, don't get me wrong. Great place to grow up, but I was ready to spread my wings. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I was in I was in college and I was supposed to go back and manage the swimming pool in my hometown of 3000 people. And I just was not going to go back. And my mom. And what's actually, that? What's that town? Monticello, Iowa. Oh, not so. Monticello. It's Monticello. Not Monticello, Monticello, Monticello. Yes. Okay. It yeah. sounds no. exotic. Well, that's yeah. like a there's a town near me called Lafayette. Lafayette. Yes. Yeah. Not Lafayette. <laughs> it's Lafayette. Well, <laughs> we and you know, have, the capital of Iowa is Des Moines. Yeah. And out here in Washington, they say Des Moines, and it drives me crazy. Do they really? Yes, drives me crazy. Okay, oh, wow. okay. There is a theory that people did that on purpose so that they would know if someone was actually from the town or somebody that was visiting the town. Probably. If they pronounced it wrong, they're like, oh, you're not from here. Because nobody we have a lot is of, like, from Oklahoma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh yeah, the, the towns in Oklahoma, in, in Washington are are there can be difficult. The to Indian pronounce. names, Piala, yeah. you know, Snohomish, right. Sammamish. Yeah, if you don't right. know how to pronounce them, you definitely know that you're not around here. Anyway, uh-huh. so yes, Monticello, Iowa, and my I was in college at Simpson College, which is south of Des Moines, 
And my mom called and she says, so were you serious when you said you didn't want to come home this summer? And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. that was dead serious. She said, okay, well, I hesitate to tell you this, but Nancy Corbin, who's also from Monticello uh, oh, and, used to, and used to babysit me um, and was a cheerleader and I idolized her, works for Royal Caribbean. And apparently she is hiring people to come on board during the summers and take care of the kids. Matt Byers, who was a friend of mine, did it over spring break, had a great time. So maybe you should give Nancy a call and see if she has anything to offer. So I call up Nancy and she's like, yeah, yeah, you know, we're hiring. We're going to have a bigger program this summer. We'll be bringing people in in May. Send me your resume, you know, highlight any experience that you've had working with kids. So I was like, okay. So I sent it off and a couple months went by and I didn't hear anything. And my hometown's like chomping at the bit. Are you coming to manage the pool? Blah, blah, blah. So I call Nancy and I'm like, look, I got to make a decision here. What's going on? She goes, oh yeah. Can you be here in two weeks? Here's a list of things you need to pack. <laughs> and we're going to fly you down and you're going to stay in the area. We're going to do a training. And then we're going to send you off to your ship. And I'm like, sure. I'd oh, love yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and hey, I you just got plenty re- of time. You got two weeks. Yeah. Two, yeah, weeks, two weeks is yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah, I got I got called on a Thursday night and had to be in Miami by uh, Friday morning. Yeah, no, Friday night. <laughs> That's the way we rolled, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember being on the airplane because okay, I'm what was I? Nineteen. I'd really only ever been on an airplane one other time prior to that, being from small town Iowa. Back then, Royal Caribbean didn't advertise in the Midwest. It was Carnival. I knew Kathy Lee. I knew you know the you know Carnival ships all that. And I was on the plane going, what the hell have I gotten myself into? (laughs) But I'm going to trust Nancy Corbin because she's from Monticello. She's not going to do me wrong. So yeah, I got down to Miami and we did the training. I got shipped off to the song in Norway. Best gig ever as a youth staff on board at the time, because back then, you know, they didn't have spaces built out for the kids. So we shared all of adult lounges and the programming was always done by 10 o'clock and we only ever did programming in uh, or on sea days we didn't do it on days because you were supposed to be out in the ports with your family so I was doing shore excursions I was going to the beach because if you remember the song of Norway was doing the, the monarchs run the seven night southern Caribbean so there was one sea day and the rest were all port days so so, so I gotta so ask this was you, 91 this was 91 right this was yes 91. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta yeah. ask here. While you were a I youth, was, I was there. Staff, this yeah. goes to a previous story. I won't mention any names. You know who you are. But um, did you ever give any of the uh, young kids like alcohol? No, I did not. <laughs> I did Makes not. them a lot less stroppy. Yeah. 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 No, I did not yeah. do that. I did not do that. There was a lot of bribery with prizes and things, but never alcohol. Denise. Um, yeah, but Brad, I think that's where I met you the first time. You yeah. were, were you there with Spike too? Wasn't he on the song in Norway at that time? with the nordic prince yes spike was on there for a while yes yeah yeah he was he was the night purser on there and yeah yeah that's a no whole nother story oh yeah <laughs> there's lots of stories from that. so anyway i did so i did that summer of my sophomore year then i came back for christmas i came back for spring break and i did that like seasonal until I graduated from college. And then I thought, okay, I graduated with a communication degree. I didn't have hardly any loans. I thought I will just go back, pay off my college loans. I'll do one more contract and then I'll call it quits and I'll get a real job. After my senior year, I got sent to the Viking serenade doing the three and four day out of Ensenada. What did you do wrong? (laughs) 
<laughs> How'd you like the serenade? You know, it was fun, but boy, the crowd on there was rough at the time. It was, I had a great time with the people that I worked with. That kind of did me in and I'm like, okay, I'm going to move back to Iowa in January in the middle of a snowstorm. And I'm going to be an admissions counselor for my college. And I'm going to drive around Podunk, Iowa and recruit <laughs> high school kids to go to college on a salary of $18,000 a year. That wow. lasted three months. I was going to say, that's got to be oh, pretty bad rough. on a cruise ship. And you're like, screw that. I'm going back to Iowa. <laughs> so I called Nancy back up and I said, hey, Nancy, this is not all cut out to be. Do you remember me? Yeah. And I'm like, can I come back? <laughs> I came back, but I didn't, I can't remember how this happened because I didn't work as youth staff very long because I switched to short excursion manager yeah. at that point. Cause that's when I came back. I think I went to the Empress when I came back and then. I switched to short excursion assistant under Vicki Knudsen on the Nordic Empress. Then Vicki went to the majesty and then I followed Vicki to the majesty. And yeah, then the rest is history. I mean, I worked on board until 1998. I did majority of my contracts were after that. I fell in love with Alaska. So I do have a funny story about one of my excursion talks. Hi, my name is Amy Price and this is my ship story. So I absolutely fell in love with Alaska. Short excursions, we worked from 6 a.m. till 10, 11 o'clock at night straight. I had a beeper, a walkie-talkie, a cell phone. You know, at one point, there was no opportunity to not find me at any given point in time during the day. So one of my Alaska stories is at the end of the season, doing the short excursion talk, the gift shop was always trying to get rid of their binoculars, all of their totem poles, all of the you know, tchotchkes that they, that they had branded Alaska. And Mark Oliver was the, the gift shop manager at the time. And Barry Jones, God bless him, was the hotel director. Don't and, um, and I think Steve Herbster might've been the RCTV guy at the time, but Steve too. Um, Mark Oliver came up to me before my talk and he said, Amy, can you just do a plug for the gift shop and let them know the large selection of Alaska merchandise and to come see me and, you know, it's on sale, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, yeah, no problem, no problem. So I used to just get in this routine, you know, it's just what everything would just spew from my mouth, all of the short excursion information. And at the very beginning of the talk, there's all these people in the lounge, in the, in the show lounge. And I'm talking, 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 talking. And I said, and oh, by the way, everyone, you know, you're, we're towards the end of the Alaska season. You guys are really lucky because the gift shop, go see Mark Oliver he has a large erection Alaska merchandise available for you this week. And it literally just fell out of my mouth. And I knew what I said. And all of a sudden I saw everybody in the audience just go, oh, you know, laughing. And I just kept talking. I just kept on talking, kept on talking. And I get done and go to the office and Barry Jones was like, Amy, do you realize what you said? And I'm like, yes, I realize Barry, but I had keep going. And then Steven comes up and he's like, we're going to have to replay a past version of your talk because we can't replay this one. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, you guys. But it just came out and I had to go apologize to Mark. I'm like, Mark, if anybody comes to you and asks to see your large erection, this is fine. Sorry. Bells were up 150%. 
yeah, yeah really yeah. oh my god that's so funny <laughs> yeah so that was that was that was a funny kind of sales. story yeah yeah well and then so i used to have a really in, in alaska you know a lot of what you did was based on tides and we had to yeah. you know make it through the seymour narrows during a certain time based on the extreme tidal changes because it could be like 26 feet during the day at any point in time and so I was always pushing for more sales and more sales and more sales. And so I would call the tour operators and I'd be like, can I get another helicopter? Can I get another seaplane? Can I get another train car? And oftentimes in order to get extra space, we would have to go later or stay later in a destination. So I'd call Captain Remo, loved Captain Remo or Captain Johnny or whoever it was. And I'd get permission for us to stay a little bit longer. The tides were okay. So one time I got permission to stay longer and do um, a Taku Glacier Lodge tour in Juneau. Oh my God. It's this amazing tour that takes you by seaplane up to the Taku Glacier Lodge and you land in front of the Taku Glacier, get off and you do a salmon bake. And a lot of times there are mm. bears that come and you can do a little hike up around there. They have the best um, cheese biscuits up there. So we're staying late. I'm out on the pier. It happens to be, um, you know, it's, get, it's getting late and the tour operator calls me and they're like, Amy, we're bringing the last plane in, but we're missing a guest. And I was like, what do you mean you're missing a guest? So they said, well, one of the guests has gone off hiking or something and we can't find him. And I'm like, well, you got to find him. We can't leave without the, you know, I can't leave without this guest. So they're searching. They finally call me they're like, okay, we found him. We're chartering another plane to go up and get him. It's going to cost $500 or $300 or whatever it was at the time. I'm like, that's fine. Go get him. I'll just have to pass the cost off to the guests because, you know, we got to get them back. In the meantime, the captain's like, Amy, we got to leave. You know, we're going to miss the, the tide. We can't wait for this guy. He goes, but I have an idea. He says, I'll send one of the tender boats over to the pier to get you. Mm. And when he comes or when this guest comes back, we'll just take you and the guest and the tender boat back to the ship. I'm like, okay. So kind of, it's this kid. He's probably like 14 or 15 years old. And we get in the tender boat and we're riding back to the ship with the Filipino officers. They literally hook on the boat and they ride us back up the side of the ship as the ship is moving along. And I'm talking to this kid and I'm like, so what were you doing? You know, why, why like, weren't you I there? I live here. <laughs> no, he's like, I go, why weren't you, you know, getting on, getting on, leaving with everyone? He goes, well, I have narcolepsy and I fell asleep in the forest. I was hiking and I was like, you have narcolepsy? And he's like, yeah, I, I just fall asleep randomly and I fell in the forest and I missed the call for everybody to get back on the plane. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm glad we found you and whatnot. Meanwhile, I charged the, his grandmother was, he was sailing with his grandmother. So I charged the grandmother because I said, you're going to get charged for this flight. And I, you know, do the supercharged car and all that and charge the guests. So the grandmother comes storming down the next day and she's all mad that she got this $300 charge for the flight. And I'm like, well, didn't your grandson tell you what happened? And she goes, what do you mean? And I said, well, I'm really sorry that your grandson fell asleep in the woods because he has narcolepsy, but we, she goes, what? And I'm like, <laughs> not my kid. Yeah. She's no, she's like, he doesn't have narcolepsy. She's like, I'll be having a conversation with him. Totally steams off. And it's just like, 
all irritated and pissed off. So I don't know what the kid was doing, but I'm sure he had some hell to pay with his grandmother later for Whoa. the $300 bill. There's there's a ton more. Oh my God. He had the narcolepsy. Yeah, that, narcolepsy. that's exactly what I was <laughs> Exactly, exactly. I have no doubt that's what was going wow, on. Wow, that's but, wild. Hey, and uh, so in Alaska, this is for, I guess, all of you, Amy, but when you guys had tours and stuff there, being the, on the salmon bake and the bears and stuff, was there any bear? attack or or aggressive bears or mauled by a bear or anything <laughs> no not <laughs> not, 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 not mauled my, by a bear but not under my short excursion watch there were a few times like i so i worked on board um until 1998 got off in hawaii off the rhapsody of the seas and then i went and i lived in skagway for a season oh my God. between skagway and haynes you're one and, of the 10 people that lived there <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, because if people that don't know, the population of Skagway, I mean, obviously it's a lot bigger in the summer, but it's not a lot of people. No, it's only like 500 people during the Uh winter time, if even that. And yeah. in the summer time, there's not enough housing, or at least there wasn't back then. There wasn't enough housing for all of the seasonal workers that came in. So a lot of times they would live in tents. I was lucky enough to get an apartment that I shared with two other gals, but I worked for a company called Chilkat Guides. And we used to this hike the Chilkoot Trail out of Skagway. And oftentimes they saw bear on, on those tours. I didn't actually do the guiding. But while I was living there, I was really fortunate to be able to take 10 days and go float the Tachinchini River in Alaska, which is really, really remote. And we saw lots of bear on that trip, which was amazing. Wow. And then awesome. later in my career, I what got brought me out to Seattle was Royal Caribbean started a land tour subsidiary called Royal Celebrity Tours. Uh-oh, did we lose Brad? Uh, he'll come back. Don't worry. Oh. He'll, he'll anyway, come back we started on. a he land probably tour. probably fell over. <laughs> <laughs> or off the tender. Um, yeah. But we started a land tour operation called Royal Celebrity Tours and purchased our own, Royal Caribbean purchased their own train cars, their own motor coaches. And we did a or I did a lot of the product development and sales and marketing for the land-based tours, similar to what Princess and Holland America have as well. Right. And there was a bear mulling in Denali National Park, one of the first ever in uh, the history of Denali National Park while we, while we were up there. And that was that was pretty scary when that happened. That was pretty tragic. But nothing while I was on the ship. Lots of sightings, like Taku Glacier Lodge, there was often sightings. And a lot of times we would tell people if they wanted to see bears to go to the dump in Ketchikan. Yeah, because the I bears that. would hang out That's, at the dump. <laughs> that was the only time that, at least while I worked there, that I saw bears was that we went over closer to the dump site to go see the bears. Uh-huh. That yeah. would be awesome. That's that's like one of the bucket lists. As a, I'm a photographer, and you know the wild animals and stuff, like it's always a bucket list to want to get like a a bear catching a fit, you know, a salmon in the middle of the air, you know, just like you see on TV and stuff. Like that's a bucket list. Bald eagle is. Do you guys know Sarah Barrett? She was a dancer. Nino was a diver. She had posted a while back on her feed. And to me, like it's like I say, that's a bucket list to try to get a bald eagle in the wild, not at the zoo or anything. But you know what I'm saying? Like you see them in Alaska all the time. All the time. And so funny story about that on the Chilkat River Tour. That's the bald eagle preserve in Haines. And there were I mean, you could count hundreds of bald eagles on those tours. And you remember we used the comment cards at the end of the the comments so i actually had someone come to the desk one time 
because in Juno also on the whale watching tours, we always said 99% of the time you'll see whales pretty much guaranteed. And if you don't, you'll get a refund. I actually had some come to the desk one time, really pissed off, like really pissed off and was like, how dare you insult our intelligence? I know that you have stuffed eagles in those trees and that those are mechanical whales out there. And he he was dead serious. Oh Chris Rizika <laughs> was working with me at the time and we were, and Alan Herring, and we were dying laughing. And we like literally had a hard time keeping a straight face because this guy was so irate that we were insulting and he was serious? He was dead serious. He was dead serious. I'm like, crazy. no, really, sir. Those are real. Those are really real. <laughs> unbelievable. Just yeah. unbelievable. I mean, again, those type of ship stories where, you know, passengers tell you things or ask you questions that you're just like, I cannot believe. There you go. That's that's pretty high up on the list of crazy yeah. things. That's so crazy. That say that you're just like, oh, but that 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 uh, a post that Sierra did a while back, it was. It was actually, um, it was almost like the bald eagles were a nuisance. Like some person walked out and there was literally 50 or 60 bald eagles on their, on their deck. And they were like, get away, get away from the, the dog food or whatever. And the, and the eagles are like, there's just too many. It was like a nuisance. And I was like, I would, I would kill I would, for that. <laughs> I would hit a whole car. Like there, you never did Alaska. You never worked Alaska, Scott. Uh-uh. Uh, it is gorgeous. It, it absolutely yeah. is just so beautiful. But yeah, you couple- see eagles everywhere. Hey, Amy, when, when were you on the Majesty? I think I was on the Majesty in 1993, towards the end, 93 and, or 94. And did you 94, come on 95. There as Shorex or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was on there as Shorex. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I when I worked you with Shorex, I don't, I didn't know that you had done uh, you stuff. I thought you were. Um, I thought you had always done Shorex. Yeah, no, I was Shorex and worked very closely with all the divers. So that was fun. Um, so we were on there probably a year, a year and a half. Did you have curly hair, long curly hair back then? I had curly big hair, you know, where you like <laughs> all hair. sprayed it. Yeah, long hair, sprayed okay. it, curly. Yeah, no, it was. I still there, like I was, mall hair, y'all. I think mall hair is still sexy. I don't, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. That's the that's the the, the above 50 crowd. The raccoon eyes and the mall here, it's still hot to me. Please don't bring it back, please. No. They're already bringing back the mom jeans that come all I don't need the mall hair too. What was your uh, what was your favorite ship? I would have to say for the staff and the crew that I worked with at the time, the Majesty would have been probably my favorite ship. I, I mean, I still keep in touch with a lot of people that I worked with on the Majesty. That was um, a killer amount of people. Stevie B, Chris. Oh yeah. Shelly, I was just Bill, texting, yeah, Shelly, Bill, Vicky, yeah, Kara, um, Christine and Mike Entwistle, um, Jason Morris was on there, um, Tyler Hickman, I Wait, who's the, them all the time. Jason, was that the J- Diver Jason? Yeah, Diver Jason Morris, okay. Do you remember, Diver Tyler um, Hickman. The video production guy, Jamie, really big guy, who yes. I think he dated Noel, I think, maybe? Yes. Noel Sippus. Yeah. Yep. Did, was that his name, Jamie? I'd like to find him. I haven't heard so. from him. Yeah, uh, I haven't heard from him in a long time. Yeah, but so Majesty for the for the the staff and the crew and the people that I worked with, and I would say probably the Rhapsody from the location, because I really, I mean, Rhapsody I brought out. That was one of the only ships that I brought out um, from France. Took it all the way over to Alaska and then had some really interesting times with the Rhapsody with engines failing and dry dock. In Portland, and do you ever yeah. miss or almost miss a ship? No, or get pissed off and throw somebody's entire set of keys <laughs> overboard? 
<laughs> no, never, who did that? <laughs> what about Save the Waves, you guys? Exactly. <laughs> but how was dry dock in Portland? Because that's actually a very cool place to have a dry dock. This was another Barry Jones story. So we're in Alaska and we're going into Hubbard Glacier. I'm a, I don't know if you guys remember, I was like the crazy runner girl. I ran in every port of call. I, I was always running. So in Alaska, because I had such a crazy schedule, I did a lot of my running on treadmills. And I was up on the treadmill and all of a sudden my beeper goes off and I call Barry in, in the office because it was from him. He's like, Amy, get down here right now. And I'm like, well, I, I'm working out. He goes, I don't care. Get your uniform on. Get down here right now. And I'm like, okay, we're in Hubbard Glacier. What's going on? And I get to his office. He's like, okay, we've hit an iceberg and we have damaged one of our propellers and we're not going to be able to get into Skagway tomorrow until like one or two o'clock in the afternoon. Well, that's huge revenue for the company because the White Pass Railway was there. So that's like 1,500 people on one shore excursion that we're going to just totally ruin their vacation experience. Long story short, we bent the propeller. They should, they should have been having iceberg watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they should have. The problem is you only There should see. have been somebody up there making iceberg noises. <laughs> well, it was during the day. They should have seen. I don't know what was going on. Yeah. So they bent the propeller and then we had engine issues as well that season and which started from the time we left France because we were in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean and we lost one of our engines. And I remember the captain getting on and saying, um, hey, we're going over the grave of the Titanic. And by the way, we've lost one of our engines. So we're going to limp into New York. And I'm like, I'm going to die on this ship. Okay? What's happening? I don't know what happens. That with those ships. Majesty had, the same, had, a, had yeah. a problem as well. Coming out. We didn't lose an engine, but there it was... was Something, Something happened those, on the Majesty. We with hit the, like a distressed well. No. Well, oh, that was wasn't that in St. Martin? No, it was in the middle of the crossing because oh. we hit something because it knocked a lot of the crew out of their beds. It knocked oh, wow. one of us out of our beds and our TV that was on our shelf had fallen onto the floor. I thought it was something to do with the thrusters weren't working or stopped working or there's something that happened. We got stuck in New York for a week. Well, and now we, we weren't we complaining. We did the crossover but... on the Majesty, you know, our our crossing the stabilizers weren't working yet they weren't in service uh, yet so that's why we had that you know what is it yeah it two, was three really days rough. in the 40 foot swells and stuff but well, we, we were three something. yeah we were three weeks laid up in france because of engine issues so we were three right. three weeks delayed because of that right. and then once we got started then we had issues and then in the middle of the season we had issues so that's what put us in dry dock in right. portland and we were on swan island and it was awesome so me crazy runner girl steve herbster's like hey they're doing the portland marathon while we're in portland why don't you run the portland marathon and i was like okay i'll run the portland marathon <laughs> and so yeah so i ran the portland marathon during dry dock which was awesome hey back to the ship so maybe i gotta <laughs> ask you so um do you ever hook up any passenger? No, I was tame on board. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Brad and I didn't either. So we still, we stayed, we stayed within the rules. rules. Yeah. <laughs> rules, schmools. Yeah. yeah was that? Well, so, um, so actually another, another, so now this is, we're going to have to start asking people this now, since you were in Alaska, did you ever hear, or did you ever know anybody or participate in whale watch? Yeah. I didn't participate in it, but I knew people that had done it. Yeah. I forgot about that. Oh my God. <laughs> Never even heard of it. Didn't know it was a deal, but, um, uh, somebody had written in anonymous store in it and obviously it was, it was pretty great. Yeah. I remember it happening. I didn't participate. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. So can you think of a, like one of the craziest things that happened on a, on, on a tour, on a ship tour that you can think of? Craziest things on a ship tour. I mean, there's been a lot of accidents, which I wouldn't call crazy. I would call those no. misfortunes. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I had a lot of great fortune to be able to test out new tours and opportunities. I think one of my favorite ones was when we were asked to do this ice hiking trip in on the glaciers in Alaska, where they took us up by a helicopter. And again, Stephen Herbster went with me and we went up and they gave us crampons and ice axes. Then we, you know, wow. all over the glaciers and got to do more, you know, more active awesome. stuff up in Alaska. Did you ever get too close to like any calving or uh... not too close? So we also got to go down in the rescue boats when we went into oh, yeah. the, I don't know if you remember that every once in a while they would pick a select of crew and we get to go down in the rescue boats. And I remember when I was yeah. on the Nordic Prince, I was you staff that season. And um, I was with Charlie McDonald and Jeff Bovee. And I don't remember who all else, but um, Jeff and I had gotten picked to go down in the rescue boat. My grandparents actually happened to be on that cruise. And so it was pretty cool. They put you in the Gumby suit, you know, the, the dry suit. Mm-hmm. And we get down and then you're supposed to get off on the rescue boat and all the passengers are watching you. And you're supposed to do like this water ballet thing. And my dry suit had a hole in it. And I was freezing my ass off the entire time <laughs> that we were in there. But it was fun. I mean, you're like in the middle of the icebergs in front of the glacier and all the passengers were deck and that was I mean, and you're like wow that's pretty cool <laughs> did yeah. you have like a favorite tour or tour that you thought was amazing i mean obviously you already talked about a few of them that those are really cool to do but is there one that really kind of like oh my god this is the tour that you know that you absolutely love the most i absolutely loved this tour that we did with chillcat guides it was called um new glacier point i think it was at the time i dated a guy in haynes alaska for quite a while because the alaska season was so incredibly stressful i was there was probably a couple times where i almost missed the ship i was allowed i got clearance from the miami office to get off the ship in juno fly from juno to haynes spend the night in haynes and then ferry the next morning into skagway at six in the morning and be there on the pier when the ship got in And I got to do that like every week of my last two seasons in Alaska. Wow. That's really lucky. Yeah. You got an overnight like a, you know, obviously you have to get up super early, but you still, you had a little overnight away. It was sanity because that season would make you insane. Well, any, uh, any other uh, fun stories on ships or parties or cabin crawls or. Kristen Entwistle, Christine Kovac, I think was her last name. I can't remember. She was hostess. Do you guys remember her? She married Mike Entwistle. Sounds familiar. She was on Majesty. She was, she and Mike were getting married. We planned a shower for them. Carolyn Leibowitz was on at the time. Kara Callahan was on. I can't remember who all was on. So we planned, Vicki Newton was on. We planned this shower, but we got the Borscher brothers to do strip tease for us in the show lounge <laughs> after hours. And they were so hammered. It was so funny, <laughs> but we did like this big scavenger hunt around the ship for Christine to, to get clues as to presents that she was getting. And I think we did shots in every, every lounge. And so it fun stories like that. I mean, we had like the bad hair day party in the crew bar. We had the, the Canada day party with white Russians. And yeah. I remember a toga party or five or six. <laughs> 
There were a few of those. The the uh, the housekeeping department did not like those because people would take all the uh, the all their sheets, the bed sheets, (laughs) to create the togas, and they'd be all pissed off. It sucked for us because we had to wear our own because we got no housekeeping. We had to then take them back and make our bed again. Make your own bed. (laughs) Oh no. Dried with uh, alcohol and stuff with on our full sheets. of beer and alcohol. <laughs> oh, gross! That's disgusting. <laughs> That's disgusting. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, but working on ships was great. I'd go back and do it all over again. What are you doing today? Because I think you're working for Seaborn, right? Yes, I'm working for Seaborn. Last January, I took a leap of faith and left Royal Caribbean after 28 years. Wow. Yeah, 28 years. I feel like I grew up with Royal Caribbean. I have a lot to be thankful for with Royal Caribbean. I, I was able to do a lot of different positions at Royal, but I do have lifetime cruise benefits because of the amount of time that I was with the company. What's up, sis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, again, very similar. I, since I worked for Princess for almost 20 years, I ended up getting yeah. re, like, retiree uh cruise benefits i was only at the company five weeks and then COVID hit oh i have some funny stories oh my god okay let's hear one well let's okay, hear one. Uh, so we were on break i think i was getting off a ship he was getting on on a ship something like that we were in miami a bunch of us had gone to coconut grove to um that dueling piano bar hall at the moon at the time And I was the one that was being put up by the company in the Marriott, you know, the Biscayne Bay Marriott. Just stay with me because you don't have a room. I've got two two double beds. No worries. So we go out. We party, party, party. Drink way too much. We go back to the room. And I'm not feeling very good at all. And I'm like, I'm going to throw up. You got to get me something. to Like, you got to get me something to throw up. So he goes in the bathroom. He dumps out my makeup bag all over the bathroom. And I throw up in my makeup bag. So then I pass out. Okay. I'm like dead to the world. And all of a sudden I hear this knock on my door, knock pound, 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 pound on my door. And I open up the door and there's a security guard there. And I, I looked over at the other bed and I'm like, Where? like he wasn't there. <laughs> and I open up the door and the security guards there. And here he is with a towel around him. And I'm like, what's going on? And the security guards ma'am, do you know this gentleman? And I'm like, no. yeah. And he goes, <laughs> no, he goes, um, well, we found him roaming the halls naked and we need, <laughs> we need you to take him back in your room. I'm like, and he's like trying to explain because he's still drunk. He's like trying to explain why he's roaming the halls naked. I'm like, get back room shut up and get back in the room so apparently he woke up in the middle of the night for whatever reason he took off all his clothes went to go to the bathroom went out the wrong door and (laughs) couldn't remember what room i was in and somehow ended up like ducking behind plants and planters (laughs) and made his way down to the lobby of the Biscayne Bay Marriott with no clothes on. They see that all the time. What are they? And then he was like, I'm staying with Amy Hick. Get her. I'm staying. Oh my god! Oh yeah. my god, that is hysterical. Okay, so that's a really good story, and story. we will. That's we'll, a good we'll story. edit out that. We'll, we'll edit we'll, out the we'll name. Cut his name out. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you the stories at that Mar- Marriott with uh, oh. all the all the people that stayed there. It looks like we're just about out of time here, Amy. Do you have any other stories? Any favorite stories? Funny stories? Good stories? Drunken stories? What was that last one? <laughs> Drunken <laughs> stories. I remember being in St. Petersburg with St. Petersburg, Russia with Ken Rush and Brett Fosholtz. That was, that would have been the song in Norway. You were there too, right? I was there. And we were, were you at the party at the Russian bar? 
where the bridge started going up and we were in a taxi. I thought I was going to die that night. I literally thought I was going to die. We were late to the ship because you had a curfew. I think you had to be, you had to be back board by 11 or 12 because the bridge started to go up too over the river. We were at the bar and I think we all just looked at each other and we're like, oh shit, we're going to be late. And the taxi driver was flying so fast down these Russian streets. I, I think I probably, Ken probably still has my claw marks in his leg because I was so nervous during that taxi <laughs> ride. But that was another scary night. Um, oh, I got thrown out of a Russian bar. <laughs> <laughs> You have to be pretty they literally to get thrown took out of a me by bar. the neck and the seat of my pants and <laughs> toss me out into the street. <laughs> That's how drunk I was. <laughs> and luckily some waiter got me into a taxi and and got me back to the ship. Otherwise, I'd still be in jail it's, in Russia. Well, do you, were you on board when that? <laughs> it was Brigantina. It was Brigantina. But were you on board when that there was? I think he was a cruise guy, Daryl. I think was his name, and he did get put in jail in Russia. Do you remember that? Was he a black guy? Yes. Do you remember yes. that? Yes. I don't remember I what remember he did, that. but we were he was all in jail, out. and we were like, "How do we get him out?" And we never. He's still him. there. We laughed. <laughs> We left. left. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, we don't know what happened to him. Wow. Wow. Somebody out there, let us know if you know. That's crazy that you remember that because I was thinking, (laughs) am I making this up in my head? No. Did we leave this crew staff guy in jail in Russia? Russia? Wow. That did not end well for him. No. I don't think it's Russian now. It's been (laughs) great catching up with you, Amy. Yeah, you guys too. It's been so nice. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for reaching out. I appreciate it. Hey, do you want to give a shout out to uh, Jeff Kichak? Because that's kind of how you got on here. Oh my God. Jeff mentioned your name. Jeff Kichak, he was a hoot. And I did listen to his, I did listen to his podcast. Um, Yeah, we used to, he used to have me DJ every once in a while. <laughs> Hopefully Down. next time in person at a reunion cruise. Yes, yes definitely. On Seaboard. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Seaboard. <laughs> free, free cruise on Seaboard. They would kick us off. <laughs> yeah, really. We're not high enough class. Okay. See you later. See ya. Bye. She's great. Yeah, yeah. That, that was really good. Uh, you know, I, oh, I had <clears throat> good memories of her. But I just didn't know her that well while we were working on board. We just never hung out, I don't think. I think it's because she was uh, really fit. (laughs) You know, she was always taking care of herself and not partying uh, excessively. And so that's that's. That's why. No, yes. maybe because I don't. I didn't hang out with her either. And even though I know I worked with her quite a bit, like she said that Vicky brought her on, and I, I, I was really good friends with Vicky Knudsen, and we, we hung out all the time. But I don't remember hanging out with Amy much at all. Uh, well, I didn't hang out with her either. But she was at frequent parties, you know, from the crew staff or or you staff and stuff, uh, dancer hallway stuff like that. So you know, I, I guess in in that she, division. But she, I, I see see her at at numerous parties. Okay, so I I just have a quick bear story because I know you said you want to see bears <laughs> and all this, and I've been holding on to this for a while. <laughs> <laughs> So I used to live up in the California mountains. We were barbecuing on our patio patio. We had been living there a short time and I was gardening in the yard. All of a sudden I see Jeff like 
like he doesn't want to scream, but he's like trying to scream at me. Like he has his eyes are huge. And he's like, get over here, get over here, get over here, like run, you know? And I was like, at first I was like, what are you doing? And then when I saw the panic look on his face, I was like, okay. So I ran across the yard and up, up the stairs to the deck. And as soon as I got to the top of the deck, this big ass black bear walked from the neighbor's yard into the our yard, right to where I was gardening. I was previously guarded and just walked down into the, the creek bed and walked off. I couldn't believe how big that bear was. I was just like, holy shit. I had never been that close to a bear to, to see how big it was, but it was shocking. Hey everyone, the ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast and video, please visit our YouTube channel, My Ship Story. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as My Ship Story. Don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you'd like, you can email us your story for us to read on the air. Email us at myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. That's my ship story podcast at yahoo.com. Goodbye for now, and be sure to tune in next week, same time, as we'll have a new podcast every Monday. Bon voyage!